Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show on our Twitter timeline, segment by segment, at A to Z Sports. And hit us up on Instagram and TikTok for more Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. I appreciate the uh, belated birthday uh, wishes in the chat. Uh, yeah, 33 on Saturday, and now you move forward because that's just how it works because Big Jeff got paid on Friday. Uh, I'll, I'll throw up the details on the screen real quick, Zach. A four-year extension, $94 million, $24 million signing bonus. So congrats to Big Jeff who's going to get 24 million dollars in his bank account this month and then 66 of this is guaranteed and he's under contract through the 2027 season so zach on the friday news dump aspect of this because this happened i want to say friday around two o'clock in the afternoon it was a holiday weekend good friday easter on on sunday and the masters was also going around and i i you know as somebody who operates a sports media business like we do, frustrating from that timeline, but you'd also have to think that the Tennessee Titans would not want to news dump a big Jeff Simmons contract extension. If the Tennessee Titans had it their way, that they would do it on a Monday morning or a Tuesday after the Masters, let everybody react to John Rahm's win today, and then Tuesday, boom, there you go, to send and let us all talk about what it means and how good it is uh, the whole week ahead. But hey, I'll do this. Hat tip. Pat on the back. Shout out to Ron Davenport for breaking the news because I don't think the Titans wanted that thing to come out on a Friday afternoon, especially going into a holiday weekend. But to Ron Davenport, our, our buddy at ESPN covering the Titans, he was able to break the news via Jeff Simmons' agent uh, as well. So that's how it worked. And, uh, you know. But was it really to- on Jeff Simmons? Because yeah, Simmons be did. No, see, and this is how I viewed it. If you looked at the tweets, here's how I, I took a step back and I just diagnosed what happened. Yeah. They agreed in principle. They didn't sign a contract. They don't have pictures of Big Jeff with his pin signing a contract. They yeah. agreed in principle. And what I think happened, and I've been in sales most of my life, deals get done on Friday because you don't want them to extend over the weekend because yeah. weekend Bingo. you forget about it and then Monday you got other things to do. You close deals at when you can close deals. They closed the deal on Friday. And what I think happened is Big Jeff did this. Got too excited. I think Big Jeff <laughs> screwed the pooch and ruined the True. probably a Monday morning. Because if you look at it, that's kind of got the ball rolling. What I and I don't know this from TD, but if you look at the timeline, what would make sense is Jeffrey Simmons says, hey, I want to thank, you know, Titans Nation for all they've done. A little teaser tweet. Great like, four oh, no. years. Yeah, cool thing, 52 yeah. seconds later, he says, I'm here to stay, all that other stuff. And then probably, and I do not know this, that probably cued Tehran to text Jeffrey Simmons' agent 
and then got that information. And then that was the news dump. The news dump was not done by anybody but Jeffrey Simmons. So I, that's, I, I, I kind of blame. Now he can do whatever he wants. It's, I mean, his, that, it's right? his contract, right? Yeah, it's his contract. And that is a new way of approach. And we saw that a lot from Lawan and what he has done over the last years with his voice. We've seen other players, you know, they want to do it on their time. Hey, it's my contract. I want to announce it. And look, you have every right to do so. You know, Aaron Rodgers, get your phone out or get your number out of my phone, like with, with Adam Schefter. It's evolving, right? So I think I kind of read between the lines of the news dump was actually Simmons. Yeah, it look it was it, it trickled down. So it wasn't anybody Teron's, else. Teron's tweet was too quick uh and too detailed to just get it like just to just have Jeff's uh tweet prompt that, but it was too fast. Uh but you know, so TD had it ahead ahead of big Jeff's tweets anyway. So let's get into the, the financial details a little bit more. So here's what we know about Big Jeff's deal. A four-year extension, $94 million, $24 million signing bonus, $66 million guaranteed. And he's under contract through the 2027 season. And so here's what we don't know about this contract at this point is we don't know how this impacts 2023 because it's a four-year extension through 27. So Jeffrey Simmons is still set to play on the fifth-year option as of right now in 2023, accounting for $10-plus million on the cap, and the extension counts in for the seasons following of 2024 through 2027. So we don't know what his cap hit is now. We don't know how this deal is set up from the standpoint of how uh, we obviously know the $24 million signing bonus is prorated over the four years, maybe over the five years to make it even more efficient for the Titans. And we don't know how his salary and base salary is set up and, and anything there of when the Titans can get out because Jeffrey Simmons will be under contract through his 30 year old season in 2027. And we also assume the Titans will have a brand new stadium uh, in that season as well. So that is the, the situation that we know, but the Titans sent a message, Zach, in my opinion, to their fan base of last year was last year. Last year was John Robinson. Last year was the old Titans. And Rand Carthon and this current version of the franchise are not going to allow a premier generational talent out of their building once they get him in. A.J. Brown part two was not going to happen with Jeffrey Simmons. That they got this thing done early, right? April 7th, Zach, is very early for the Tennessee Titans organization to sign a contract extension. And a contract extension is different than re-signing one of your own free agents. Like Jeffrey Simmons was going was going into a contract year with a fifth-year option, didn't have an expiring deal, and they got this thing done before the draft by three weeks. Normally, the Titans don't extend their players like this until June or July coming up on training camp. And we've seen several examples of that happening. So they sent a message loud and clear to their fan base saying, we're not going to screw this up because it got screwed up last year and we fired the guy who messed it up and the new guy is going to make sure it doesn't happen again. That's that's the message I received of the timing. Obviously, the money is what Big Jeff was going to, was going to yield, uh, but they got this thing done without allowing it to turn into a mess. Well, Jeffrey Simmons has maintained that he wanted to be a Tennessee Titan, right? He 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 wasn't he didn't go silent. He didn't 
like, I mean, yeah, he may have unfollowed the Titans, but you know, that that's, I feel like every, everyday player in, in this era of football with social media, but he had said on numerous occasions that he wanted to be a Titan for a long time. There are certain guys like that, that were vocal about it. Now we also know based on Jeffrey Simmons, at least on the report that came out during the season is that John Robinson, before he was fired, was like, well, we got to find the money, right? We don't know how we're going to pay you. And that was that sent a bad message to Jeff. It sent a bad message to his agent. And it sent a bad message to the franchise. And obviously, more importantly, it sent a bad message to Amy Adams Strunk because she fired his ass very shortly after. I mean, it was like a month or so. Then he was fired. So Simmons has maintained that he wanted to be a Titan for a long period of time. Austin, we knew, and I had been saying this consistently, Jeffrey Simmons was not going to play this year without a contract. So that whole figment of that deal happening, that wasn't going to happen. Jeffrey Simmons was not going to play a single down. I think the Titans knew that. I think Jeffrey Simmons knew that. And Jeffrey Simmons' agent knew that. Here, I think, is why it is unusual and different that they signed Jeffrey Simmons to his big deal in early April. I believe that this was a high priority once, once Rand Carthon came into power as general manager. He signed his guys during free agency, didn't make any huge splash deals, really cut more money than mm -hmm. signed, right? Because they well, had, had to get to, below. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, he, the, but there's a huge discrepancy in the money that he took off the table to the money that he put back on. So they got right. And I think that was foreshadowing of the priority of Jeffrey Simmons. And I will say this, and I tweeted this out. I had had some information of Rand and Simmons because I had asked around on how does Rand feel about Jeffrey Simmons? Because we didn't know what a deal was going to get done or if a deal mm -hmm. was going to get done. And I was told that their first meeting went very well, that there was a connection. And, you know, I, I was told that Rand seemed to really like Jeffrey Simmons. So that I, I think gave me optimism that a deal would get done here I think is the new form of what Rand kind of brings to the table is is this foreshadowing for some serious movement during the draft because you kind of get you know this is I think a high priority this is a franchise type player I mean we're going to talk about here later in the show where Jeffrey Simmons stacks up yeah. and highest paid players on the defensive side of the football in the National Football League as mm -hmm. a whole. Is this Rand getting this in place so he can kind of target on the next set of issues, problems, puzzles to solve that is the NFL draft? And we've heard a lot about trade-ups and all of that stuff. So he can kind of get this thing to bed and turn his attention towards the end of April in Kansas City of how do you really flip this franchise now that you've got your the stability pillar of your defense? Yeah, and so Bork says uh, his biggest takeaway is there's no draft day Jeff drama, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so there's two ways to look at there's it, right? Like, that, right? like, if you want to go back to John Robinson, John Robinson's like, okay, A.J. Brown's under contract for a year. Like, let's get to the draft, and then we'll handle it afterward, the fact. And then all the drama around the A.J. situation really in the month of April really started to pick up. And then they had to make a move or they felt they had to make a move on draft night. Right. So Rand was more of like the, well, let's get this out of the way 
so they can focus on the draft where John was like, let's focus on the draft and then we'll get that out of the way. Right. So I, it's just, two I, don't different- know if, I don't know if John was that way. I well, think- look at it though, Zach, but if you look at all the big contract extensions, they were all done in July. All of John Robinson's contract extensions with current players going back to the first one he did, Jarrell Casey. Remember that we were walking around the uh, new I facility. I thought you were insinuating the AJ Brown trade. So you're talking no, about talking all about encompassing. All of them. Like okay. J- John Robinson was a July contract extender. And so even down to Derrick Henry on the franchise tag, he was a July contract extender. And so I think it was a let's get to the draft, see how that changes things, and then we'll have the summer months to take care of your extension. Where Ram was like, I don't want to deal with this mess on draft night, just like the guy did a year ago. Let's get it done now, and then we'll go through the draft, right? So, well, it probably here if the Titans were not willing to trade Jeffrey Simmons, this is the right move because. Best believe if you're trying to trade up for a high pick like three overall, or you're just trying to trade in general, what do you think the other general manager is going to lead with? If I'm the other general manager of the other team talking about trades, uh, even in the draft, I'm going to bring up Jeffrey Simmons because he is the Titans' best player where he is right now in his career. Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry is not the best player where he is in his career because of the position he plays and the number of years or lack thereof of, of contract years. Jeffrey Simmons is prime time, baby. He is, This is going to be, and this is why he got paid so much money, is you're going to get the best football from Jeffrey Simmons over the next four to five years. And I'll say this, and then we'll get the chat more involved. I also think if you're looking at John Robinson and Mike Vrabel, the positional difference between the two. I think Mike Vrabel, I'm, this has nothing to do with the two players. I think Mike Vrabel, Vrabel values the defensive lineman disruptor more than he values the playmaking wide receiver. You'd have to ask I, him that. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I can't look at, just look at that. the, look at the dollars that the Titans have spent with Vrabel as head coach on pass rushers and defensive front compared to the dollars they have allocated at the wide receiver position. I well, think if you look at the wide receiver possession for the, the history of the franchise, let's take I'm just saying, it's but again, the same thing. That's, the, that's been the problem. That's why I'll be honest. I, and a lot of the chat was so effing pissed off on draft night saying, what the hell are you doing? You finally drafted the correct player, a generational talent in AJ Brown, and you wet yourself and the bed. You got clothes on in the bed and it's pissed all over on draft night and you had it. And then, so, so look, they've righted some of their wrongs by firing the guy who did that, right? Fair. And we all saw John Robinson, or excuse me, Mike Vrabel's face the night that AJ Brown was traded, right? The disappointment, that's not a happy camper, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I can't get in on that, that Vrabel comparative. I think Vrabel was pissed. He was happened. No, like just because I think I just because I said I think Mike Vrabel values Jeffrey Simmons' position more than he values AJ Brown's position doesn't mean I think Vrabel wanted AJ Brown out. Obviously, I, just don't, I, I can't I, say I, more. I, or Zach, less. I think if you look at the entire roster construction in the last five seasons, they've put hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars into the defensive front. Look at and, the franchise, though. That's my no, point. It hasn't changed. 
It doesn't matter if it's Vrabel or John Robinson or Rustin Webster Zach, or Mike Munchak or Jeff not, Fisher. Look, that that is how it's always been. They, Zach, that, that's what they do. I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That that. So I. But think, it's not a Vrabel thing. That's my point. Is I you're think, saying that I it's a Mike Vrabel Vra- thing. I, 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 I don't think so. I think Mike Vrabel values defensive disruptors over wide receivers, and I think that's okay. Like I, it's it's not a. Not the not, it's not like an indictment on Mike Vrabel as a well, head coach. Well, it's not okay because what's been the problem? Of no, this no, 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 no. <laughs> Trading AJ Brown is not okay. Valuing a a defensive disruptor that gets after the quarterback over a wide receiver, I think is fine. Like I, I think that's not a bad philosophy in the NFL because I, I think I, you can. I, I think I dis I disagree yeah. because both right. are extremely valuable. Right, let's 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 table this and we can come back maybe to this in a little bit, because that's a, you know, we didn't plan on that topic, but uh, so let's get in the chat more involved this morning. What's one word to describe the, the Titans giving Jeffrey Simmons a four year, $94 million contract extension. What is one word to describe the Titans giving Jeffrey Simmons a four year, $94 million contract extension. We'll get uh, to your comments here in a second, but first we'll tell you guys about the bone and joint Institute, bone and joint They are the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get injured in life, whether it's just from playing rec league sports or just life in general, maybe you've got a chronic pain uh, going on, don't wait and sit around for that to just heal itself because that's not how it works. Go check out the Bone and Joint Institute and help them or let them get you back on the road to recovery by going to their website, boneandjointtn.org. You click the book an appointment button, you type in what's bothering you, and it sorts the physicians who are specialists in that area and helps you easily set a date that fits your schedule. So check them out right there, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Man. I put $10 on Brooks Kepka to win $400 on Brooks Kepka. And Brooks Kepka did what John Robinson did on draft night. Now, kudos to John Rom because he played one hell of a Masters. And that was, it was enjoyable yesterday. Uh, I mean, I watch it every single year. It's, it's just magical if you love sports, if you enjoy golf. But, man, I, I had it. BetMGM had me. They could have had you. They still can have you and the opportunity to win some good amount of money for new users. Use that bonus code ATOZ Sports. They're the king of sports books. Download the app in your Apple or Android app store today. All right. So, the question we're asking right now, Zach, is what is one word to describe Jeff Simmons getting a big contract extension from the Titans? Four years, $94 million through the 2027 season. I'll send you to the chat on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. One word to describe Big Jeff getting big money. Uh, what are you seeing there? Uh, so scrolling back up, let's see here. Uh, huge starting for Matt. Uh, relief from Steven. Underpaid from Lucas. We'll talk about that a little bit later <laughs> in the show. Uh, Mark says relieved. Relieved from Nick. Relieved from Eric. Relief. Amazing from Steven. Hainsworth from uh, uh, Wang G. Yeah, you've got Mark going winning. Blessed from uh, Jimbo. Bag from Nate's burner, new regime, one word, Brandon trying to uh, pencil in a new word, uh, brilliant from Cameron, fire from Guy, progress from Jordan, Jonathan says satisfaction, Jeff says deserved, Van says relief, uh, finally from Deshaun Washington, uh, Big Ten Jeff says staying, relief from Devin, 
Uh, Khalil Clark says relieved save from Steven big from Dustin proper. Uh, they're coming in from uh, Richter. Uh, Jason says necessary. Jameson chef's kiss mm. right there. Brad says, yes, smart from Michael tons of words coming in here. We love that. Uh, as the chat is on fire, Elizabeth says huge deserved elite from Chris Frazier broke from malachi uh titan from sham wow uh but i think overall if you look at the chat josh brown kind of uh embodies what the chat is relieved relief that's what the chat as the fan base is saying as their one word for big jeff's big contract yeah i think relief is the obvious word but i'm gonna go with commitment i, I think it's commitment all around because the, the Titans committed a lot of money uh, to Jeffrey Simmons. That's the most money the Titans have given out uh, from a contract like that that's not named Ryan Tannehill, right? Like That's a lot of money for Jeffrey Simmons over a four-year period. And so a commitment to Jeffrey Simmons, a commitment to the fans to make up for the wrong from last year, and a commitment to staying a contender, right? Because we talked a lot about you know, they could have gotten a lot if they wanted to from using Jeffrey Simmons in a trade piece to kind of reset and stay cheap. But being able to commit to Jeffrey Simmons shows a commitment to a certain level of playing football over the next four or five years that the Titans are not going to just sit in a rebuild and say, well, you know, we'll figure it out. We got to get the quarterback right. I think it's a, you got to go now. Like if you're going to pay Jeffrey Simmons $23.5 million on average over the next four years, you know, and then the $10 million of the fifth-year option this year, then I think you're going to go for it. You're not just going to pay him that money and rebuild the rest of the offense and just be patient with a rookie quarterback. You're going to at least be aggressive. A rookie quarterback might be involved, but you're at least admitting and committing to being a contender in your division and seeing how uh, that can go. So commitment is my one word. So I am going to use a, a hyphen today. And it's going to be very particular on where it is, the emphasis of it. My one word is Carthon. That is, it's Carthon. It's ran and what he was able to do that John was not prior. And I think a tone setting signing for his first offseason as general manager. I think Rand Carthon came in here. He had a plan. He told Amy his plan before he was hired. Once he was hired, got in the, the room with Mike. They discussed the plan and what they did. And it now is the writing is kind of on the wall. They cut money to start. Then they focused on what, what their needs were and how they could fill voids of middle linebacker, how they could fill voids of edge rusher, how they could fill voids on their offensive line. Then they filled in a tight end hole there at the end. But all of those contracts are short-term small money deals. Short-term small money deals. And so after he got done with that, he then focused and set his sights on, on Jeffrey Simmons and ran Carthon, was able to get a deal done in early April to uh, amid the distractions of everything going on, set those aside, and now he can focus on the draft where 
I mean, I was talking to somebody over the weekend about this. I mean, this is why you love the draft because nobody knows what's going to happen. Nobody knows who's going to go number one overall. Nobody knows who's going to go number three overall. Nobody knows who's going to trade back and trade up. The shakeups, I mean, I feel like the, the draft has evolved so much in the last, let's say, 10 years. And we saw that a lot last year. And the Titans were at the forefront because of the A.J. Brown situation. But now Rand can concentrate on this. This deal, I and here's the other reason why my one word is Carthon. I felt like it was smooth. I didn't, you didn't have the bumps in the road that we had seen over the last, I'd say, you know, since Robinson was fired probably eight to 10 months before, there were some bumps, right? There was some leaks. There were some interviews that probably wouldn't be had. There were some words that probably shouldn't have gotten out. Rand kept this in-house. He had a conversation. They agreed in principle. And the only thing that was kind of maybe questionable is Jeffrey Simmons trolling the Titans fan base on Twitter on a Friday afternoon. But that's my one word because that's, I feel like, the, the, the man with the plan named Rand. Yeah, I think it was smooth um, out like the, the negotiations and conversations with Jeffrey Simmons were smooth once Rand took over. I think you have to look at the two different type of people like Jeffrey Simmons does not really do social media anywhere close to the way that AJ does social media. AJ is way more of an outspoken person and a in the in the public in the face of people doing funny tweets, being a personality where Jeffrey Simmons is a football player and does some like, you know, bloody mouth lion, you know, posts on game day. And that's kind of about it. You know, like that's the difference of those two people. So that's where I think it was pretty smooth overall, but yeah, I think it's a big deal for Rand Carthon to win over. This is his first like check Mark in the approval rating conversation, right? Rand Carthon signed big Jeff check. Okay. Now, what happens in the draft? He yeah, cuts I mean, the yeah, I mean, he'll be judged based like, on a like, lot of other things. Honest, but. Like, let's be honest. Let's be honest, Zach. I want to go through this. I think, regardless, John Robinson or Rand Carthon, regardless of those two people, I think all of these things still happen. All of these things, Robert Woods, Lawan, Zach Cunningham, Randy Bullock, and then Bud Dupree, like all those things, in my opinion, still happen if John Robinson's the GM. And if I'm really being honest, because of the AJ situation, I think this still happens if John Robinson's the GM, right? But that's uh, what uh, Rand Carthon gets to take advantage of that. I, I hear I, I would question some of those. I, um, I don't at all. Like I, like you, because I know you came out of the gates talking about you know Rand's you know cut and saved a lot more more money than he spent. He had he no has, affinity to any of those players. No, the difference is John Robinson did. That's exactly. why I say I don't no, know if all of them exactly. are cut. I think Bud matter. Dupree. Bud Dupree is probably a harder decision for John Robinson than it is for for uh, Rand Carthon. Yeah, but Zach, this offseason, even before this offseason, was always a cut the highly paid veterans type of offseason. That's how John Robinson set it up to be, because they expected to be a contender last year. They expected to be a contender with A.J. Brown going into year four with all the offense to go into it. That that was the plan. The plan fell apart, but the 2024 offseason of cutting all of those highly paid veterans was going to happen regardless of who's sitting in the GM chair. Like, I I very much believe that. We were having those conversations. I think some, not all. We were having those conversations in the in training camp of like, well, you know, if Bud doesn't uh, 
produce, he's probably out. And we had the conversations of Robert Woods is basically a one-year trial. If he works, great. If he doesn't, you can save $12 million by cutting him. Like, all of those things are the same. Well, but you also say, you know, Big Jeff's deal. I think you said it earlier. The, the deal doesn't get done in April. So now you sure, don't even but know. I still now. It's done. Huh? I don't think I don't think John Robinson would have done it in April, but I think he would have done it. I think John Robinson might have done it. We, differently. I mean, again, ifs and buts, but I I, you, I don't think that you I, I can't I cannot guarantee say that because John Robinson was making some questionable decisions. Yes, but because of the AJ <laughs> situation, he was not going to not sign Jeffrey. Well, Simmons. you do one or two things in that situation, and John Robinson he didn't get an opportunity to. Usually, you try to lean in to justify your decision and leaning in to I, I, who knows Jeffrey Simmons could have become a, tra- a trade piece for uh for a quarterback with John Robinson. Zach, you have no if, idea. But I don't if, think that it, you can say I, what you say. I feel, I feel pretty damn confident you saying have that, that opinion. I just don't. Agree yeah. If the Titans had signed AJ Brown last summer, then maybe John Robinson could have traded Jeffrey Simmons. But there was no way he could have traded both of them. That would have been ridiculous. And he didn't there have the opportunity. There was no way that he should have traded A.J. Brown. No, so I, that, I, I agree. I can't I agree. say no way. After he had done the things that he had done, I don't think that you could say no way. I, I still feel very confident saying that all of these things would have already would have still happened. Yeah. The cuts would have happened, and Jeffrey Simmons getting a contract extension at some point this offseason would have happened regardless. Well, uh, John, I, I don't think so. No, we'll never know. But again, but again, here's the, you know, Rand Carthon gets the credit for it though, right? Rand Carthon gets to put that on his resume. John Robinson doesn't, even if some of those decisions were obvious decisions to make. Well, and then we'll kind of tie a bow on this because we're talking a lot about, you know, John Robinson's decision, which I understand why. John Robinson also didn't get to reap the benefit of the biggest contract signing he had last offseason, which was Harold Landry. He didn't. He didn't get that. Like that was his big ticket item. And Harold Landry didn't play a single snap week one through week eighteen. So, like, if you look at that, he he made all these moves. Rand Carthon also is going to get the benefit of the Harold Landry contract going in if Harold Landry comes out and becomes a premier pass rusher like he was signed to do. He gets yeah. lost in the mix. Like I and I understand why, right? Yeah. Because you didn't see him suit up. You, I mean, you never saw him suit up in a regular season game. I think he tore his ACL on like August 30th. It was like literally the week before uh the game week is when all that happened. It is Esports here live on uh this uh Monday. Uh, you know, I see a comment coming in here from Johnny says, I understand the logic, but agree with Zach. J Rob cut so many fan favorites, like like it doesn't it's not about fan favorites. Like you should cut fan favorites when it's the right time to move on from them. But it he was the right time. That. Huh? That's the point is he, he was moving on from them way too early. And that's why I say you cannot, but who did, who his, did J Rob move his, outside his of AJ? Who did he, of this, but outside of AJ, what was like, where, who did John Robinson move on to too early? Well, I mean, the, that's the it's a generational talent that well, is, I understand that. Like that's, that's a gargantuan mistake. Well, like, no, I, I think, I, I think, the reason why he's viewed like that is because of how he spoke, his actions on value, on him trading back, on him. Like, it was just an overall encompassing theme of how John Robinson approached managing a football franchise. Yeah, and, and so and- it had started to get 
again, once you do that, once you make the big mistake of your career, you don't get any benefit. Right. And so everybody's saying Jack Conklin, Jack Conklin, Jack Conklin. Guys, the Tennessee Titans were not going to have two tackles on their team simultaneously make over $35 million a Jack year. Conklin is hindsight 2020. Yes. So thank I, you. I, I, it is, I agree with like that. They, they is, paid hindsight 2020. Yeah. You cannot pay your both tackles 30 plus million dollars a year. Cause Lawan got paid and Jack Conklin because of his injury situation, the timing was messed up. That it's was what not John Robinson did to replace Jack. It's Conklin. who, yes, he, here is John Robinson's faults we're not moving on from fan favorites because trading Jarrell Casey was brilliant. Trading AJ Brown was stupid, right? We all know that John Robinson's faults were the lack of acquiring people to replace the people that he smartly cut. Like that's not the issue there. Here's all a right. uh, let's, here's a question before we move on to our next okay. uh, topic. This is real simple. Do you think we will ever find out John Robinson's side of the AJ Brown trade? Yeah, probably in like 10 years. In like a, a Titans exclusive 30 for 30? <laughs> no, it's probably going to be, um, you know, somebody. A book? It, yeah, probably, no, it's probably going to be somebody in the Titans media continuing to reach out and reach out and reach out and reach out to J-Rob and not hear back for like multiple years. Then finally, once, Vra probably after Vrabel's out. Well, and Robinson's got to find another job, but he doesn't need to right now. He literally, it's not in his interest to work. No. Yeah, so I, I don't think he can't John, work. Yeah, John Robinson will not talk about any of this until Mike Grable has probably moved on from Titans head coach, which is going to happen at some point. Uh, right? I think it, it's it's usually until you find another girlfriend, and so I think it's until John Robinson finds another job, he just doesn't need one right now. Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't. He's got a lot of money to hang out with um, and do whatever he wants. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Monday, Zach. Let's have this conversation because. Jeffrey Simmons got paid. We, we've been talking about that now this morning. Is Jeffrey Simmons a top five defensive player in the NFL? That's the question. Is he a top five defensive player on the field in the NFL? Because let's look at this. He is a top five highest paid defensive player in his bank account. Jeffrey Simmons with his contract extension, making an average of $23.5 million, tied for fifth highest among all defensive players with Khalil Mack and Max Crosby, only Miles Garrett, Joey Bosa, TJ Watt, and Aaron Donald make more on average per year than Jeffrey Simmons. So the question we're asking right now, is Jeffrey Simmons a top five defensive player in the NFL on the field? So we'll get to your comments here in a second, but Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go. I've got a health plan with Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. You should have a plan with Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. 200 plus locations across the state, health, dental, vision. I get a, a contact lens allowance. I get free teeth cleanings. I get great health coverage, which is clutch when you're sick, right? When things happen or you've got to go to the urgent care. I am not hesitant to go seek out what my the, the, you know the best medical benefit for myself is in a time of need because I know I have a plan there to help me free teledoc conferences with your right plan and they will build a plan for you and your family so you can do it individually or if you got a wife and kids just a wife you're starting a family Farm Bureau Health Plans has a great plan they've helped me they can help you go to fbhp.com slash a to z today and check on your plan and get a quote. 
Yep. Also with BetMGM, it is baseball season, which means you can take advantage of Major League Baseball one-game parlay insurance on the BetMGM app. How do you do it? You log into your BetMGM app. You opt into that feature, Major League Baseball one-game parlay insurance. You make a one-game parlay uh, for four legs or more, and you can get up to $25 back in insurance and bonus bets if that one-game parlay falls just one leg short. That's right there with Major League Baseball one-game parlay insurance on the BetMGM app. Visit BetMGM.com for tw- uh, terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualifications, other requirements. Rewards issued a knowledgeable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem game, sport card, Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Zach, I'm going to send you to the chat. We're asking the question, is Jeffrey Simmons a top five defensive player on the field in the NFL? Because he's being paid like a top five defensive player. Yeah, and just to kind of revisit uh, the graphic of highest paid, I mean, Aaron Donald is a a unique beast, right? We all know what Aaron Donald represents in this league. T.J. Watt, Joey Bosa, and their skill set, Miles Garrett. And then, as, as Austin said before, Simmons is tied with Khalil Mack for the Chargers and Max Crosby for the Raiders. And Max Crosby, you know, there's a lot of value. He is he's kind of risen the ranks over the last couple of years. Got pet paid. Is he a top five defensive player? Let's go to the chat. Scott says yes. Richter says absolutely not. Mark Anthony says yes. Easily top five from Nate's burner. Cole says easy. Andre says yes. Hell yes, he is from Christine. Uh, yes from Steven. All right. Cole, hands down top three from Stephen King. Jonathan's just saying top 10, not top five. Hell yeah, he is from Eric. Demario says yes, top five, 100% from Jason. Yes, from John. Ron says yes. Uh, Juan G says top two. So we can talk we're about talking that. Regardless of position, guys. Regardless yeah, of- This is defensive yeah. player. Yes. And, and Malachi says no, top five defensive tackle, but not overall player. Because Jeffrey Simmons is paid like a top five defensive player in the NFL. Matt says, yes, he is. Yes, top five there from Chris. Ed says, yes. Devin says, yes, no, but top five defensive lineman from Nick. Uh, Ken says, absolutely, top 10. I'd say six or seven personally from Sean. Easily, Matt Drew. Antonio says, no, not yet. So I think majority are saying yes, but there is, yeah, I think this is a, Good question, because like Brad, he's saying defensive player, no. Defensive lineman, yes. That's why I think this is a good question, because your competition goes up. Yeah, because look at look at the names on the list. Even the ones, you know, Kolomak and Max Crosby. Out, you know, you mentioned that Aaron Donald, I forget the exact term you said, but it was just, a, you know, he is a freak, right? He is outlier. Everybody else besides Aaron Donald and Jeffrey Simmons are edge rushers. Garrett, Bosa, Watt. Matt Crosby. They're all edge rushers. Jeffrey Simmons is not that. So the fact that Jeffrey Simmons financially is in that conversation with the top edge rushers is impressive in its own right. But what this is not taken into account is, uh, you know, some other players that have not quite been paid yet. Like Joey Bose has been paid. Nick hasn't yet. Is Nick Bosa a better football player than Jeffrey Simmons right now? I think that's a, Interesting argument, I, you know, right? I, think I personally probably better. think yes. I right, would so say yes. That, that alone bumps <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons out of the top five. Does Khalil Mack have a bigger impact? Is he a better football player than Jeff? 
I don't know. Is Jeffrey Simmons or Miles Garrett a better football player? I think that's a good question. I also right. think, look, Jeffrey Simmons just got paid. Yes. So the ceiling keeps going up, right? I mean, we just know that's how the NFL, that's how inflation, that's how life works. So the price keeps going up. We, you know, Simmons has, I, I don't know the benefit. He, I don't know what, what word it is, but he, because of the number of being just recently, some of those guys got paid years previous. Sure. And, you know, and uh, you know, Darius brings it up right here. Micah Parsons hadn't been paid yet either. <laughs> so like, I think Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa aren't on there. So that's right. Is Jeffrey Simmons a top five defensive player in the entire NFL? No, he's not. Is he top 10? I, I feel comfortable saying he's probably top 10, but top five. Nah, but man, I mean, he's really freaking good and he is deserving of the contract that he got but he's not quite top five. I think I would rather have Jeffrey Simmons and Chris Jones. Um, I think he, I think Jeffrey Simmons is more explosive than Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is, is obviously he's older and you know he's been through a lot more of his prime than Jeff has, but you know, so there's a lot of, I, I would rather have Jeffrey Simmons than Jerron Payne. I'd rather have him than Quinnen Williams. So I, I just don't think he's quite there at top five defensive player in the NFL because you have some guys on rookie contracts going into their third or fourth year, like Nick Bosa, like Micah Parsons, that are probably better overall defensive players than Jeff. Well, so that's what that's how I'm going to answer this. Are there five guys that I would rather have on my team at their current position, age, weight, playing level, history, injury history? Is Are there five? Aaron Donald, yes, I would rather have Aaron Donald, right? I think he's better. I think Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons, or I would rather have those guys. Those guys are freaks. They are game changers. So then you kind of get to this graphic. You know, TJ Watt, Joey Bosa's been hurt. Mm -hmm. So I actually would rather have Jeffrey Simmons than Joey Bosa. Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett is a dominant force. He is a little weird though, right? So you have, <laughs> like, uh, there's baggage to that. Yeah. Jeffrey Simmons really, and this is wild to say because of all the baggage we thought, or at least I thought that, that Jeffrey Simmons could bring into the league. It's been zero. He has had zero baggage. He's played through pain. He's become a defensive leader. He's become more vocal than ever. He talks trash like, He's a very kind of quiet, reserved guy, but he becomes an animal on the field. So I've got Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons. I mean, Miles Garrett and TJ Watt are now my my two. I think, think that I could justify Simmons being five. I think you would probably go TJ Watt over Garrett, right? But TJ Watt has also been injured. Not yeah. to any fault of his own. Well, I mean, TJ Watt has not stayed healthy as Jeffrey Simmons has. Well, but again, they both got hurt last year. Jeff just got hurt where he could play through it by putting whatever chemicals in his ankle to go do it. And TJ just could not because he tore a peck, right? Like you, you just the problem can't. with TJ Watt is you have to look at his sack numbers. <laughs> and when They're you look at his in. sack numbers, uh, you can't, I mean, yeah, you're right. Uh, so, so now I'm down. Now Jeff is, is, pegged at five right now how do how do i get him off of five well look at the we haven't even mentioned the secondary right is there a defense is there a secondary player a corner or a safety 
that's a better overall football player than Jeffrey Simmons that we have not brought up. I don't think you can say like Sauce Gardner yet. I, no, no, no. I think we're in a weird era of corners. There's not an unbelievable safety, right? Well, By- it's. I mean, Byard's good, but he's not Jeff Simmons. There is there is no Darrell Revis, right? There's no Darrell Revis type. There's no Richard Sherman. Jalen Ramsey is kind of on the, he's, you know, he's already, he's hit his peak altitude. He's like landing, right? He's at least making his approach to the, so there's just a weird era of corners. And I think we're finally seeing some of the rule changes. I think we're seeing some of the college aspect of just, you know, beast a lot more wide receivers being produced from high school from college like Stefan Gilmore is also over 30 sauce Gardner's just played one year like so while he might be the defensive rookie of the year he's not a top five defensive player so here here's my here is my quandary I am picking between who would I rather have Miles Garrett Khalil Mack or Jeffrey Simmons because that's my number five slot I've gotten players. We've talked through players. Bosa, uh, Joey is below. Nick is above. But can I, who would you rather have out of those three? Now, that's a damn good question. Name him again. Jeffrey Simmons, Miles Garrett, or Khalil Mack? I I think, you know, it, are you talking about in the and you talking about like so here's here's we have to put some more parameters on right is it for just one season or is it for you know their career like to have on their team for whatever their contract situation is because Jeffrey Simmons is by far the youngest of those right let's talk about this year then because just for I one think- year right for one year man Khalil Mack is just a freak yeah but he also was hurt a little bit yeah. Mm. I don't like Miles Garrett. I just have a personal. But he is he is a he's very good. I just think he's strange. I think he's weird, and and I just. But he also and he's had a little. I mean, they all have his, defensive players get injured because yeah. they put their bodies on the line. I, I I just think Jeffrey Simmons probably has an a bigger impact on every snap that he is on the field more than Miles Garrett. I would agree with that. And if you want to justify and Khalil, Khalil Mack, Mack because of the age, right? I think Jeffrey Simmons has a bigger impact on every single snap than those other two guys. I do think that at their very best, Miles Garrett and Khalil Mack are more valuable than Jeffrey Simmons. The problem is, yeah, and there you go. Uh, Juan G says it. I'll give Jeffrey Simmons the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say yes, he is a top five defensive player. All right, I still say no that he's not a top five defensive player. And I think we're 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 razor thin. I mean that yeah. we're, we 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 broke this conversation down so much. We are between three premier players. Yes, yeah. So not quite, but worth worth a top five contract, no doubt about that. No doubt. Uh, Juan says uh, Jeff will easily get 12 sacks if he had that type of help. He just doesn't play the position to get 12 sacks. Yeah. It's just not how it works. I mean, again, Aaron Donald is just weird, and Aaron Donald is just a beast of his own. So uh, that's – yeah, it's interesting. It's a good conversation. I think that – and here's probably why I said yes, that he's a top five defensive player. is because I think Jeffrey Simmons, his numbers can increase. Like, he's, he's, he's just getting to his prime. 
he can, I'm not saying he can be Aaron Donald. I don't know if anybody can be Aaron Donald. That's like a, I mean, that's a generational player in the entire history of the game. But Jeff, I I think he's trending. I mean, he's ticking up. And if Harold Landry actually ends up being what he's paid, my man, that's yeah. a that's a a good. I mean, we all thought that the defensive line this year was going to be the best in the NFL. It didn't turn out that way because of injuries. situations, but yeah. injuries, right? The the thing that always happens. He's but that's good. what I'm saying, Johnny. Landry can make a difference, and I think that also could have been. I don't know if it's a tipping point, but another reason why you have to sign Big Jeff like the Titans did. No doubt, no doubt. A to Z Sports here live on this Monday. Zach, let's wrap up this Monday with a ask me anything topic. But first, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Whether it's the Palisade, the Sonata, the Elantra, the Tucson, even the Ionic, which is battery powered. All those other cars are fuel efficient. They have your perfect make and model. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. If you are in the market for a new car make sure you test drive wilson county hyundai's hyundai and look i've i owned a hyundai for a good amount of time i loved love my hyundai the sonata was sleek four-door sedan it gave me everything that i needed and they've got the palisade which is a a great family car but it's not your mama's minivan it is dynamic and it has all the bells and whistles go to wilsoncountyhyundai.com for inventory or head out there Family owned and operated, Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with a great ride. Download the BetMGM app. If you already have, go opt in to the Major League Baseball one game parlay insurance feature. That means you get up to $25 back in bonus bets. If your Major League Baseball one game parlay of four legs or more falls just one leg short, you can use that literally every day <laughs> because they play baseball every day right here up until the all-star break. So check that out with the bet MG map. That's major league baseball's one game parlay insurance up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets. If your one game parlay of four legs or more falls, just one leg short Zach, it's time for a Monday. Ask me anything. What you got for us this week? This is something I think we're going to get some unique answers in the chat. I went to the internet found this question. What was cool when you were young, but isn't cool now? And don't say everything because I think, uh, but, you know, put some brain power. What was cool when you were young, but isn't cool now? That is our ask me anything question of the day. Can we define young? Um, High school? Yeah, high school is probably your... High school. You want to go high school? Yeah. Okay. High school or lower? High school or younger. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dan says BMX. <laughs> BMX biking. Uh, Mark Anthony says the yo-yo. Eric Davis says the pager or beeper. Devin says rollerblades. I, you know what? I think I feel like rollerblades have made a, they made a slight comeback during COVID. because but they're not all the way back. No, it's just slight. Like, it's not I weird. I bought a just, pair. See? See? Uh, Orlando says tall tees. <laughs> uh, Walkman's in MySpace coming from Titans. Kyle. Matt says AOL. Derek says a boombox. Uh, William Jones just says playing outside. Uh, That's a good jo- one. Jody says big hair and hair bands. Uh, Jinko jeans. Yep. Snapbacks coming in from Jason. 
Snapbacks are in, right? Yeah, but they were out at a point because of fitted hats. Yeah, but you know what's back? You know what's they're back. Yeah, fitted hats are now this fall into this conversation. Fitted hats used to be cool, and they're out. Yeah, they're way out. Like I'm watching a uh, we're watching a show on Netflix that was in 2008. So many fitted hats, and you're just like that looks so goofy. Well, that was the rise of new era, (laughs) right? So. Um, let's see. Healy shoes coming in from Mark again. Steven also brings up Healy's, uh, uh, Lincoln, <laughs> Lincoln logs coming in from captain lime wire. I feel like everybody's probably watched a lot of, uh, used lime wire a lot. Kevin says MTV iPods. Uh, Zach, do you have anything in mind? I have something in mind. Ooh, and one, there's a lot of good ones and one mixtapes and one clothing brand. I had a lot of and one stuff uh, during a, a certain couple of year stretch. So uh, my mine has already been said because when I thought of this question, I was like, what would mine be? What was, what did I think? What was I like really into at that point in my life? It's a younger period. It's not necessarily high school, but there was a year. Uh, it seemed like three years, but I think it was just a year that yo-yos, man, I would ask my mother to go to toy stores to go find this bumblebee yo-yo and this kid had it or his brother had it at another school. And like, it came in a case and I just, yo-yos were a thing at that point in my life. And that was, that was big. And so that yo-yos are not in, I don't feel like anymore. No. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with something that has not been named. And this reminds me of, of high school. It's, long lanyards on your car keys have you know that's a very like, good one everybody had the the long lanyard on your car keys you either wore it around your neck or you had it in your shorts pocket that went down all the way towards your knee everybody had a long lanyard on their car keys and, and, they, and like in the parking lot spin it. swinging them yep 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 and, and they would go get, all, they'd go all the way around your fingers and then you swing it all the way back yep yeah, that was that's immediately what came to my mind. Long lane. That's a really good one. Yeah, and they just got so dirty too, you know, because nasty. Just, yeah, gross, gross. That was uh, that's immediately what I thought. That's like high school walking down the hall, and everybody just has their lanyards out of their pockets, swinging around. Yeah, there's some there's no some really cool. good. Ones. Uh, Jeff says uh, he still has his keys on a lanyard. Well, we know Jeff <laughs> is just not cool. <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's obsessed with the Big Ten. Yeah, Big Ten, <laughs> Jeff, they're just behind the SEC when it comes to the cool things. Yeah, see, yeah, Big Ten, way behind, way behind. Now, Sean says that they're coming back. His son has one. Maybe it's just a high school thing. I don't know. Maybe that's just something that every, like, that high schoolers just do that until until they're out of it. I don't know. Maybe maybe it is. If they're coming back, that makes sense. Oh, uh, so just because we're on the topic, here's something that I that was not cool when I went to school and that I feel like is becoming cool now for the younger generation. It is T-shirts with a gold chain over the T-shirt like you have a gold. Just it's just like a regular gold chain that you flip out on top of your T-shirt that you walk around. Oh yeah, because that's a. I had, and that was if, dude, if you got caught wearing that to school when I went to high school, I mean, we destroy you verbally. 
Like, you'd just be made fun of. But now, I was talking to uh, one of my buddies who his son asked for one. And he's in kind of the same space that I am. Is like, son, you're, that's, you're a loser. You don't want that. But they're in a different position now because times change. Did you ever Puka have a necklace? Did you yeah. ever have one? Did you have a Puka shell necklace? I yes or no question. Oh, uh, like can wearing consistently? Did, did no. You, yeah, yeah. Was I like a, a a tool bag at the beach for a week with a pool bag? Probably. I probably bought one, but the second I came back to reality, I you, know, you can't get caught dead. My friends, like all of my friends from the history, is like we're brutal you you're going to get destroyed and then you're going to create a nickname for yourself. So that's where you, you got to be very cognizant of what you're doing around my friends. Cause you're just going to get a nickname. Cause then all of a sudden, instead of Zach, I'm now Puka and you don't want that as a nickname. Mm-mm. No. Austin. And now I'm 35 and my nickname's Puka because of yeah. a bad decision I made in front of my friends when you were 14. Yeah, exactly. Detrimental. All right, guys, that'll wrap it up for this Monday. Big Jeff, big money right there here with the Titans. We'll talk more about uh, maybe what the impact is long-term. Also, some news regarding who is visiting the Titans tomorrow. Uh, Will Levis is taking a top 30 visit to the Titans. That's on Tuesday here in Nashville. So we'll discuss it all. Don't forget, Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. And we will be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. So make sure you like the show before you go. Give us that thumbs up. I guarantee more people are watching right now that have hit the like button. So hit the like button if you're watching on Facebook, on YouTube. We'd appreciate that greatly. And we'll see you guys later on. Have a good rest of your Monday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.